Welcome to We Got No Jams. Your two favorite unis are here once again to shamelessly obsess about BTS. Yes, yes, yes. I'm your host, Unis, Sarah. <laughs> I love the tone change. And I'm your host, Uni Jude. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying, you know, you just got to switch it up. And honestly, sometimes I open my mouth to say it, any part of our intro. And I just kind of never know what's going to come out sometimes. I know. (laughs) I worry. Mine sometimes comes out too Oprah-y, so I got to watch it. Yeah, I know. We've talked about that, both of us. Tend towards Oprah. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, yeah. We got no jams. (laughs) But uh, all right. this is the episode. This is the you guys. episode. I know we, we literally, have at least one listener out there who has been waiting yeah, so patiently for us. I know. I'm and sure we appreciate you, you and your patience. <laughs> <laughs> but Jude and I have been hanging out on a FaceTime call for like 30 minutes already talking about it because we're just so excited that the time has finally come for us to deep dive into Indigo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait. Yes, we are a go for Indigo. I'm so excited to cover this with you. It's yeah. been, I'm really glad actually we kind of did wait a little bit longer because it has given us extra time to really mm-hmm. digest the album and really yeah. fall deeper yeah. in love with the songs. Really like get into our feels as we are on a journey through Indigo. I really like it. But before that, how are you feeling this week? <laughs> I am feeling so sore and tired. <laughs> mm. uh, Utah got so much snow. So much the snow. The last couple days. Yeah. I got three inches of snow the last two days. Both days, three inches. So, lots of snow. Ugh. Lots of Just slush. come to me. It was 60 degrees today. I know. <laughs> Gorgeous. I know it. So come lots to me. And lots, and lots of snow. I'm very tired. Ugh. Yeah. Had a fun New Year's though, so that was a good time. Um, and then we did our fun game night with BTSSH, and that was a great time. So it was such a highlight to the week. Oh my gosh, I agree so much. So we are going to be posting on our YouTube channel this upcoming weekend, uh, which is, what is the dates of this weekend? The 7th and the 8th. Uh, probably the 7th. I'm going to try to have this up Saturday. On our YouTube channel, we did game night with BTSSH and it was a blast it was, it was so fun, fun so keep an eye out you guys can check out our YouTube channel yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely do yes. so well again sorry about all the soreness take a bath take a bath <laughs> yes it's definitely gonna come to that how are you feeling this week Unisera? this week I'm feeling pretty good pretty chill I messed up my sleeping schedule because I stayed up too late this like every day of this weekend I was trying to prep for staying up late for New Year's but then (laughs) I ended up like having a hard time falling asleep until like 1 2 a.m like last night I think it was probably the earliest I had gone to bed at like 12 30 so it's it's kind of messed me up I'm I should have done that but everything's all messed up now oh well yeah, but uh, it's fine. I'll just slowly sort of get back to when I'm supposed to be going to bed, <laughs> and then we'll be right as rain, so no worries. Well, I'm sorry your sleep schedule's all messed up. That is all right. It happens. I did it to myself. <laughs> There's 
<laughs> I was gaming. I was playing too many games this weekend. It, it was happens. So fun, though. It happens. Mm-hmm. I've stayed up like till two a.m. playing Grand Theft Auto too many times recently. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time flies. <sighs> yeah, one evening gaming. was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been playing Played Up, which is like a cooking game, while also watching. Master Chef with Gordon Ramsay. Yes, uh, I love it. <laughs> so on it. one screen, I'll play Played Up with my friend, and then the other side, she'll be streaming Master Chef. So I've been fully <laughs> just really cooking without actually cooking <laughs> for like an that's entire great. weekend. It's been so fun. <laughs> uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. I'm glad you had a good time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But I'm so ready. Let's get into this. The first thing I did want to mention to you guys is that. I highly recommend, there is a Weavers Magazine article. I'm going to put the link up to it on our website. We got no jamspodcast.com. But on the blog side, I'll put it up in our blog. But this was a really great deep dive into the album uh, from like one of Weavers' like music critics that writes, you know, a lot of articles. It's super long though, so we're not going to go over it. So there's actually two articles that came out. The one I'm going to link is a full-length article just from the perspective of a music critic. And I thought it was really well done. The second article we're going to be referencing today is about the featured artists that are on this album. And this article was written by Kang Kwan. Kang Kwan. Kang Il Kwan. Uh, who is a popular music critic. That's <laughs> <I just laughs> like the title of this, of this person, so I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, so check out our blog because there's a really great magazine article there we're going to put for you guys, but it's too long. We are not going to cover it. But the way we're going to attack this thing is song by song. We are deep diving each song and we're going to talk about the featured artist as written by the Weavers article. Then we're also going to share basically RM's thoughts from his exhibit. So RM had done a Weavers Live when the album first dropped. It was like an hour and 10 minutes. And he basically did like an art exhibit with different objects for each of the songs. And he shared a little bit about each song. So we wanted to cover some of his thoughts. And then we're going to share our thoughts. So that's kind of the format of this episode. (laughs) So the first song, obviously, we're going to (laughs) cover is the first song on the album. And this is Yoon featuring Erica Badu. Ooh, yes, Erica Badu, who Erica posted. Badu. I still include Tyrone on so many of my playlists. I oh, love her. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great song. Yeah. Yes, and she posted like the sweetest tweet when the album dropped. She like lit some incense and like had these like really lovely things to say to rm and like wishing him success on the album and she's like this rock is your culture and this rock is my culture and together we've created you know like (laughs) we're creating music for the world and i was like this is the best i love everything that's happening yeah it was incredibly sweet thoughtful i know so would you like to let our listeners know a little bit more about Erica Badu, uh, as yes. written by Kang Kwan. <laughs> yes, I absolutely will. Happy to, happy to oblige. Um, so, like her name, a combination of the Egyptian word for inner self, Ka, and her favorite jazz riff scat sound, Badu, 
Erica Badu's mm-hmm. music is profound. An enchanting mixture of R&B and soul, jazz, hip-hop, and alternative music. The work she created were sometimes ahead of their time and at other times made them look back, showing both the roots and the future of her genre at the same time. Rather than worrying about getting on radio waves or hit singles, she's focused on the groove of black music and the message she wants to convey, which has become a model not only for listeners, but also for fellow artists. The message Badu preaches is broad and speculative. It covers the many facets of love and relationships, the agonies about drug and shooting-infested communities, and the reality of the still-hungry underdog, and even a tribute to hip-hop. Since her debut work, Baduism, her release albums boast a splendid degree of perfection. <laughs> Yay! I know, like, I definitely am familiar with some of her work, but I figured this, like, she's probably right up your alley. Like, this oh, yeah. seems totally. very much your genre. Yes, mm-hmm, yes, yes. I love an soul. R&B. Like, and she was kind of that Roots-style R&B. She was kind of like what the Roots are to hip-hop what she she was at for mm-hmm. r&b in the r&b singer yeah. world you know because you the had so many greats you had mm-hmm. whitney you had mary J. you had you know so many amazing divas that were coming through but erica badu puts it in a different way she's got this like spiritual mm-hmm. connection to the culture yeah. that she really brings with her music i feel like she adds that soul that jazz to it i love her so much mm-hmm. and she's got such a voice that is like it's like crispy. Yeah. It's got yeah. that like that like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that bubbly sound. I don't know how to explain it. that like ah, sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like almost like Amy Winehouse kinda had it too. That kind of raspy, like nasally sound. And she has that mm-hmm. very much and I love it so much. You can hear it in mm-hmm. this song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like when she goes I think into she was... her hook. Yes. Yeah, I will say all of the featured artists really were wonderful additions to the songs. Like, I did not feel like there was a single song that the featured artists, like, it never felt out of place. It Mm -hmm. always felt like a great addition to the song, really invested in the song. I, I really. It felt like like when you watched it. I was surprised there were so many featured artists and then once i heard each song i was like no this makes perfect sense (laughs) yeah it's almost like when you watch a movie or a show and then you're like gosh it's like that that character was written for that actor and then you find out later that it was and you're just like Mm -hmm. oh my that makes so much sense like of course Mm -hmm. it would be that that character fits in so well so it's like it's almost the same thing like a character for an actor is like a song to a singer Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm and then RM mentioned in his exhibit that RM, uh, he basically has like a pile of dirt as his object for this song. And this song uh, was really a tribute to one of his favorite artists, uh, the late Yun Hyung Hyung Kun. Hyun Kun. Yeah, it's <laughs> so just Hyung Kun. There we go. I was close. <laughs> Um, but basically the dirt or sand represents this artist in particular because, um, he really created a lot of pieces about returning to the ground or rising from the ground. And so this is an artist RM very greatly respects and used one of his pieces for the album cover as well. On the background, there's like the Mm -hmm. blue bars. That's uh, a piece from, 
uh, this artist. Yep. And he said that this was also the first track. It was selected as the first track. He's been working on it since 2020. And he's always liked neo-soul. And so when he decided that he wanted to write something in this genre, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> Erica Badu is going to... He said the frequency, her frequency just came to him one day and it was the most unique and difficult request for an artist he made on this album but he said she was super happy to do it and she worked with them and they really worked well together and uh he says that she was very gracious to sing his words and also they still text sometimes that's so sweet <laughs> which i think so I cool that. oh and she kills yeah. it too when she sings that too she just comes right in. like i love how different mm-hmm. it is because rm's got this like deep deep sound and then she comes in like yo mm-hmm. like it just like so high <laughs> yes. with the silence <laughs> do something I love it so good <laughs> yeah 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 you be a human it's so catchy yeah. I can't and then oh yeah. he comes in with that beautiful like I love a solid rap line where you're just like bouncing it's like you know the old mm-hmm. sing-along VHS's where you just see the ball bounce along I love when a lyric <laughs> yeah. does that for you and he just comes mm-hmm. in after it like I wanna be human for human. do some art do some art be my part be my part Cause true beauty is a true, beauty is sadness. A true sadness. Now <laughs> you can, can feel, feel my, my madness. madness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good! I love it so it much. It really is. Oh, it really I die is. over this song. It's like mm-hmm. it's that hip hop stuff I love. It's that R and B soul I love. And then the message behind it too. I really love the message to it. I I like the I want to be a human before I do some art. It's like. It's not just about the art. It's also about the human that made the art, mm-hmm. you know? And then that triggered yep. me into a whole separate spiral because I was like, we're going into such a digital age of art where art is done on computers now more so than on canvas. But if you think about art in the way of thinking of the human behind the art, then you can accept that new medium into your life because it's still a human being behind it that made the art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, if you don't count, like, AI, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I will say, AI is kind of cranking out some masterpieces. Yeah, well. it really I've is. I've been really very, like, it's kind of shocking. John Oliver's <laughs> some, married like, to really a cabbage cool now, if you haven't seen, thanks to AI. <laughs> there we go. Just really doing great things out there. Well, I like, I agree with you. This message is cool, and and he had mentioned it. This song is a direct response to things that Yun, um, the artist, has said, which in fact was sampled. That's that's the artist's voice being sampled at the mm-hmm. beginning and at the end of the song. Yep. And I snagged the translation of the first sample because I really I think it helps understand like where RM's coming from in the song too. So the sample says, according to Plato's humanity, it's the human essence to seek truth, goodness, and beauty. It's the sincerity and truth, the moral goodness, and the beauty. But in my opinion, you have it all when you have the truth. Mm, Yeah. So you can tell, like, he was really impacted quite a bit by, like, the the philosophy of this artist in Mm -hmm. this song, which he said, like, directly, which is so cool. 
And then I also really liked probably my favorite, the chorus of this, hands down my favorite part of the song. Right. Like, for sure. Totally. But I really also liked in verse two, there was a lyric here that I was like, oh, this is very powerful. <laughs> in my opinion, it really struck me. It's a burnt black heart. I write poetry sitting on the ashes, a life that went through the deadlines to the things you left on this earth. I also just want to be a better adult. Isn't that so beautiful? It is so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's like pretty dark, but it's just like a gorgeous lyric. I was like, oh my gosh, all right. And this song (laughs) This song fits right into any hipster coffee shop that you can find. And those lyrics fall into place with any hipster (laughs) mentality. For sure. Oh yes. (laughs) And I will say, honestly, this entire album, great to just sit and listen to while sipping oh, yeah. your latte. Just stare out a window, mm-hmm. drink some drink some coffee, listen to the whole thing. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. Also good to shovel snow to listen to, you know. It you really go. helped me through shoveling snow for like two and a half hours today. <laughs> yeah. I listened to Still all of like the next one probably yes, has a good cadence that one did. for it. Still that one helped me up because... I just so when I started shoveling, I was like, I'm gonna do indigo, and then if I ha- if I don't finish, then I'll go into um, Jack in the Box, and so I was like, starting shoveling, and that was like the depressing, you know, you know, yun, it's playing. I'm like slowly <laughs> starting to shovel snow, like getting into it. You're warming it. up, warming up, and then mm-hmm. it moved into still life, and it was just like, nah, 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 nah. and I just couldn't help but just be like. Like immediately, like a doll in my step, like kind of like shoveling to the rhythm of the song. (laughs) Yeah, sliding on the ice. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Very groovy. (laughs) Yeah, right. I would slip and bust my face. (laughs) Oh, same. I do not try. I walk like a toddler on ice because I'm not risking it. One slip and you're done. Hip gone. Knees gone. Back gone. Well, do you want to transition to still life? Yes. So let's talk a little bit about the featured artists here. So, Mm -hmm. Anderson Pack. Hey. Yes. Hey. (laughs) I've been a longtime fan. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I said it on this podcast and I didn't know who it was. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan, actually. Silk Sonic and Bruno Mars and stuff, so. Yes, Sarah's yeah. a fan. It's not like I'm, I, it's not like I dislike them. I just haven't had a chance to, like, listen and really oh, get yeah. familiar. No, no, no. But That's I really right. liked him He's as more a my surprise genre, guest for mm-hmm. BTS, so he enjoyed, I enjoyed him there, so I'm very excited mm-hmm. for him to be on this one. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. So, Anderson Pack who stunned the music world with his star-studded appearance on Dr. Dre's 2015 album, Compton, has been one of a kind since then. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, he built a <laughs> solid career and proved Dre's insight was right. He sings with an unforgettable seal of voice, creating music that freely forges and breaks the boundaries between hip-hop and R&B. 
He's an eloquent singer-songwriter, a lyricist who does not hesitate to make public issues of society shames and problems, and goes back and forth between genre-wise, transitionalism, and avant-gardism. He is a multi-talented mm -hmm. performer who enjoys collaborating with others as a supporting actor. Ladies and gentlemen, Anderson Pat. <laughs> I'm starting yeah. to feel like I'm, I'm like announcing for like a Lifetime Achievement Award when I'm reading these. Yeah. <laughs> I like it very much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Anderson Pack. <laughs> yeah. The object that RM had for this song I thought was pretty cool because the title of it is Still Life, which is also still tied to art, where right. a lot of the times when you see landscapes, it's titled Still Life. Mm -hmm. And so the object here... It looked like an x-ray photo of two flowers, kind of opening. Yeah. So it was like a framed photo. And he says, this song, there are not a lot of instruments. It's a pretty, it's a fairly simple song. But as he kept adding positive messages to it, it became more funky. So he knew he needed Anderson Pack on this track to make it more dynamic. And he says, um, one day he was thinking about this phrase, still life. And a question came to him. What are you going to do? Or, well, no. What are you going to choose, life or death? And his answer to this question was, oh, I'm still alive. And he also was pondering the double meaning of this phrase because you can think of it as I'm still living and moving on. But when you break down each word, life is life and still means not moving. So, so either... I'm living and moving on, or I'm living, but I'm not moving. So there's, yeah. like, this double meaning behind <laughs> the phrase. Um, so that's kind of what he shared, which this all just seems so this. RM. It's just like the most. Play on words. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just existential crisis written yeah. all over this, which is absolutely RM. <laughs> so. Yeah, because um, the life is, like, it's, like, an oxymoron, like, stop motion, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Jumbo and shirt. we also have an official music video yes. for this song, which was so cool. There's Super a ton cool. of special effects in this music video. It's a good time. <laughs> it was, yeah. And my two favorite things about the music video, one is Anderson Pack is he voices like the main chorus. So the song opens with his voice, but in the music video, it's RM lip syncing it so i'm watching rm lip sync anderson's pa anderson yes. voice like coming out of rm i was dying he's like on a train and he opens his mouth and anderson yep. makes like high pitch like i'm still alive you know yep. like comes out of rm i was dying it was so yep. good it was like very much uh. how i felt when sugar was on that that and he was lip syncing mm -hmm. like can you feel it part feel and i was just like did Can he sing that? that? No, he did not. What? That's got to be Psy, right? <laughs> and yeah. it was like in a lot of the trains in Korea. So it took me back to our trip to Korea because we traveled by train a lot. Mm -hmm. So it was just really cool. There yep. was like the chorus part would take him into this all white room and he would kind of be moving and kind of throw in like pictures and they were like chasing him. Mm -hmm. But he was like avoiding them, but also controlling them. It was kind of all over the place and i loved mm -hmm. it yeah he's like caught daydreaming at one point by the attendant she like comes up and he's like oh you know it he's like 
giving the illusion that some of this is just him daydreaming and some of it isn't. Yeah. But I love him bopping along in that all-white room. He's got those big boots on, so you can really notice his feet because he mm-hmm. is grooving. He is rocking some footwork here. <laughs> like, he I really still laugh. Like, he's got his shoulders. His hands are up by his face. He's bop- he bopping. He's got his little <laughs> sh- foot shuffle. I was, it was very good. <laughs> I this music video. This whole song, (laughs) as soon as I hear the song, I usually like to close my eyes and kind of imagine like what scene I see. And it immediately takes me to in the movie where like the main character has finally made it and like has all the up and coming Mm. things. And it would be like, like they like check their bank account balance and it's like $54 million. And they're like, (laughs) what and then I'm all of a sudden it's like alive. i'm still alive and he's like in the yeah. limousine like out the roof like like getting like a tuxedo and like popping the collar and, like, uh-huh. put the hat on like i'm still alive you know and just like yes. getting like walking out with all these shopping bags and like going to the <laughs> finest restaurants and then like going into the hotel and they're like yeah sir you know <laughs> the montage private elevator things like yeah mm-hmm. i can totally see it and then it like fades out right as they get to their like penthouse suite and they're like ah oh. huh. and yeah. then the story progresses i love this yes. <laughs> yes well there is um there's two sections that i wanted to bring in particular out of the lyrics the first is out of verse two he says Every day is my day one, brother. <laughs> but he says, baby, I buy time with money. I was like, yes, flex. Yes. Don't yes, listen yes, to yes. their mockery. Plug your ears. Shall yes. the buggers risk their lives online? Trendsetter, I'm a friend better. And that just like block. There's just so many good yeah. lines out of that. Like block. And then the interlude where they're talking to each other. Mm-hmm. I... When I first heard it, and I still hear this, I think RM, it sounds to me like he's saying, you don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like to Anderson, you don't know what I'm saying. And Anderson's like, I know what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're saying, bro. And I just think it's like, it's not what he says. He says, you know what I'm doing, what you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but I hear you don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you, you know, know like, you saying. don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying, bro. <laughs> so I hear that every time. So those oh, are my, so like, funny. two I highlights for I love that line, too, that don't song. listen to the haters. It'll hurt your ears. I was like, yes. Mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is RuPaul. RuPaul would say yeah. that. RuPaul right. would totally say that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what you think mm-hmm. of me is none of my business. Um, don't listen to the haters. It'll hurt your ears. That's my new one. I'm stealing that. That's life advice. Words of wisdom. I think trendsetter, I'm a friend better, is also in this day of like being out on the internet so much is also a good life lesson. Like remember to not just be doing this for your clicks, right? Like also Mm -hmm. have relationship, like healthy relationships with people. I don't know. I thought that was really good. Click. (laughs) Click, click, ugh. Yeah. But also, too, I really appreciated in the lyrics as well that he's making, he keeps making references to, like, flowers blooming. Like, that is, like, a theme that I notice is tied through this album. There's Mm -hmm. almost flowers blooming mentioned in almost every song. Art world jargon, like, still life 
is included mm-hmm. in it. And then there's also a part, um, there's a lyric that RM says in verse one where he's like, give me no name because I'm untitled. Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of artists will do when the painting has been finished, but they just haven't given it a name yet. They'll just name it untitled because they don't mm-hmm. have any name for it yet. So I'm almost wondering, like, I know we talked about RM making this almost like a diary. So I'm like, does he feel like he's an artwork finished but hasn't been named yet? Like he just hasn't been put in its place. Like it hasn't been solidified yet. You know, it's untitled. Yeah. There's, there's, um, there was something that I read as well where the, the concept of having no name or like being a nobody is in a number of songs actually. Yes. On this, on Indigo. Mm-hmm. Where he mentions it actually quite a bit. So I'm wondering if he's also just fighting with the fact that his name is everywhere. <laughs> I mean, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. he can't escape his name. Yeah. So I wonder if he sometimes wishes he had <laughs> no name or <laughs> like he true. was a nobody again, you very know? Very true. I don't know. That's also very solid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. These are, this is fun. I'm having a good but time way, with I mean, these interpretations. You know what song this <laughs> makes me want to listen to right after it, though? Outro Ego. Hmm. It just feels like they go right yeah. in, hand in hand. That's true. They just true. fade right into each other. Mm-hmm. The horns and, you know, that like, mm-hmm. cha-cha. I'm still alive. You know, yeah. feeling outro that ego. Da, makes da, you just want to do that da, cha-cha two-step. <laughs> yeah. With some, yes. a picture of margaritas waiting for you at the table. So, Ooh, yes, yeah, please. right? And some tacos. Mm-hmm. So, yes, mm-hmm. I love... This song mm-hmm. is very dancey. It just makes you want to, like... Oh, it's so fun. I really like it. And I like the meaning behind it. I like mm-hmm. the message behind it. Agreed. This next song, though, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this is for you, Jude. It's all like, me. This I love this. Is so much... Like, I really like this song a lot, but this is absolutely... I'm <laughs> like, this is you. All you. Yes. <laughs> yes. A rap... Two, two rappers on one song mm-hmm. and not only that but you got one rapper coming in like twist all fast over the beat i love yes. it i love that so much yeah. that's one of my favorite styles of rapping um so yes so this next song is all day featuring tableau which i also found interesting <sighs> one of my favorite rm songs is all night featuring juice <laughs> world so um yeah now i get a daytime now you've got one. all yeah there you go yes. i and Tableau is this is a this is a crazy pull for yeah for this, this is album. a big pull iconic for uh, yeah iconic. this is something that yeah RM fanned over getting this getting Tableau on the album because Epic High is mm-hmm. somebody he mm-hmm. really looked up to as well coming into the yeah so mm-hmm. all right so Tableau is from the group Epic High Epic. Hi, sorry. Whenever I say it, it sounds like I'm saying Epic Kai, <laughs> like Epic Hack. <laughs> okay, Kai. <laughs> uh, so Tableau is from the group Epic High, and uh, they're an iconic Korean hip hop group. So together with Drunken Tiger, Lee Sang, and Dynamic Duo, they led the first popularization of Korean hip hop in the early 2000s. At its center is Tableau, a cornerstone of Epic High. He was and still is one of the first few generational rappers with tight rapping skills. Even though most of the rappers who were active in the early days are losing their position due to the rapid rise of new generation rappers with outstanding rapping that cannot be compared with the past and the changing trend, Tableau remains firmly defending his territory. 
His rap, which develops based on a tone with slightly thin lines, is very substantial. He clings to the beat, then he calmly cuts the beat, but at one point he stabs it sharply. His literary <laughs> lyrics are also what makes him one of the best rappers today. Tableau is adept at poetic metaphors and multiple meanings, whether he's finally opening up about a series of torments he's been through, throwing acerbic messages to the provocative media, or flaunting his rapper pride, he just doesn't waste a line. Ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Tableau. <laughs> well, for one, yeah. I found a new Korean rapper I'm going to be looking into. Because oh, yeah. This and Drunken like, Tiger. I, yeah. I highly recommend. If you're doing a deep dive on this like yeah. group, uh, Tableau and Drunken Tiger are probably my two favorites out yes, of the Yes, yes. Because I love, I love when a rapper attacks the beat like that, you know, because you can lay under the beat. You can just flow with the beat. But then I love when they take over the beat. And almost mm-hmm. it, it's almost like they're rapping no matter what is going to be behind them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And RM mentioned that this was really um, kind of huge for him because, you know, this was a childhood hero he got to work with on this. And he says, today the algorithm drives a lot of what people like. So the things that you consume, what you watch, there's an algorithm behind it that's putting things in front of you that it thinks you're going to like. So being original is getting harder and harder these days. And so this song is exciting. It includes social social messages. And Tableau was someone he's always wanted to work with. And he killed it, is what Artem <laughs> said. <laughs> yes. And... And he thought about the hip hop he listened to when he was young with that jumping vibe. And he wanted that for this song. And his object for this song is also like a fake newspaper stack kind of yeah. on the yeah. pedestal. So, yeah, I agree. The You can tell immediately when Tableau's verse starts. I mean, it's super punchy. Yeah. It's awesome. When... When that writer, you know, was talking about his lyricism and how witty it is, I definitely got that for him, you know, from his verse here. Yeah. And it was, and it also, to me, it pairs so well with, I think, the way, like, RM's rap style is different, but the way he writes his lyrics or the way he kind of talks about things seemed Mm. like they meshed well together. Like, these two on this song. Yeah. It almost mm-hmm. felt like him and Suga on a track together. It, it had that yeah. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I, would I agree. just the message to this song is probably also one that I'm very passionate about, very close to my heart is, um, you know, finding your originality. But how difficult it is right now in the age of technology, where you can't help what the algorithm is going to give you. So you might think that you just found like something that is very originally you, but not only that, everybody else around you is being served that same (laughs) thing. So it's becoming harder and harder to be original. So you have to actually work at it and try to find like it's, you never actually had to work at it before. You could just be yourself. And now it's like you have to try to stay away from conforming to what everyone else is because of, technology and social media and so I just really thought that was an interesting aspect to point out I've always thought some social media can be really harmful in that way and so mm-hmm. I, I really like that he's bringing attention to it and then not only that then Tableau comes in afterwards and starts talking about like <laughs> socioeconomic problems and you know the mm-hmm. atmosphere of our culture that we've created and I just 
they're just going hard. Mm -hmm. And then to talk about him being a lyricist, you know, and like toying around with lyrics, he throws in We've Got Dynamite in Our DNA in his verse. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I liked um, his ver- part of his verse here. Your life is a big match, so make a bigger fire. Burn it up. What are you afraid of? Get get off the bench. Start warming up. We got to fight when they say behave. We got dynamite in our DNA. Yeah, that's... Yep. <laughs> so good. It's so, it's so oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I think I my favorite. Fun. Yes. I think my favorite RM uh, section was out of verse one. He says, My biorhythm gives me no time to think. When will I write my own poem? Forgetting, mm-hmm. dreaming, you two have become a star. If you're looking for something buried, honey, you taste it like me. Yes. The honey you taste it like me, I do hear honey you taste like me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, RM. <laughs> like, that's not what it See, says. And to me, I hear like, honey you tasty like yes. me. Like, you're tasty yeah. oh, like me. Like, that ends you like. both tasty. That's good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the very, yeah. Honey, you taste like me. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, mister. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Both missed her lyrics that we have for that. I really like. (laughs) My last thing from this song is I think they used a sample from Ugg. The Let's Go. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds just like it. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. It sounds like the Mm -hmm. same little Mm -hmm. uh, sound Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, then, next song, though. The is men- you mentioned a coffee song like drink with with coffee or yes <laughs> drink with coffee listen with drinking coffee this one for me this was one. like yeah. this it's is great. coffee shop vibes for sure this is forgetful featuring forgetful. kim sowell 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 it was ugh, i Saul. listened to this new year's night after everyone went to bed and snow was gently falling and i was just standing outside and i was like this is perfect right now i was like this is the most perfect like no cars are out it was like 2 a.m and i had just like taken the garbage out cleaning up you know after new year's guests and i was just sitting out there just like yeah (laughs) so cute i love it uh, okay, so let's get into this. RM once recommended Leica, a track off longtime hip-hop group Epic High. Hey! Um, their 2021 album, Epic High is Here, <laughs> stage, Epic in High. an Instagram story. <laughs> uh, featured on that track was none other than Kim Sowell. 
Epic High, a group RM greatly admires, we've already said, asked Kim Sawol to collaborate on this track, and with her words, she captured a scene of a lonely and difficult life. Kim Sawol started her singer-songwriter career in 2012 and tackles the banalities of everyday life with literary lyrics and sparse, bittersweet vocals. Indie fans and critics alike raved about her work as one half of Kim Sawol ex Kim Hae Won in 2014, after which she decided to go solo and took her time releasing three studio albums, two EPs, and two live albums that told her stories of joy and solitude. There's no way that RM, the same RM who collaborated with Aeon on the song Don't, could have passed up her music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is, this this artist speaks to, I'm a huge indie fan, especially early 2000s indie, and this sounds just mm-hmm. like that. And I, yes. I love her voice. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And RM mentions that this song came out first so he worked on this song with he young on guitar uh, initially and he thinks um that he gets told pretty regularly how forgetful he is and he feels like this experience is pretty common and so this is the song that really started indigo as a process of him working on this album and he really likes kim sewell 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 uh unplugged and like this unplugged kind of folk sound and thought it would be a fun collaboration and it became a song that he really liked, you know, after he was working on it. And after he made it, he actually kind of hit a little bit of writer's block. He said it was hard to make music afterwards. So he would listen to this song and cheer himself up. (laughs) And uh, this song is the only song on the album that only has Korean lyrics and it was recorded without digital instruments so banging on the table and things like that uh was kind of how he put the song together so it's the most minimal song but it has the most texture to it it does and the object he had for this song was a journal and so like much heart journal. this song has so much heart to it like it is so it's sad even, this is a even, sad song it's a sad song but it, it's sad and i don't i like i like a sad song that is sad in a beautiful way <laughs> oh for sure oh absolutely this has a, and this is it for sure to really throw it back to that indie feeling if you've ever heard the song inmates by the good life that's exactly what this feels like like the girl boy juxtaposition meet, meeting together on a chorus mm. both just feeling really sad and i really mm. i love the lyrics of how they talk about being sad it's not just i'm sad and everything's terrible it's just like Every day I wake up and the thorns that come with every day, it's just harder and harder to deal with. So every time I wake up, I'm desensitizing myself to the world because of all of the things mm-hmm. that happen to me on a daily basis. And it's the only way I can make it through because even things that I enjoyed before, I can't enjoy in the same way now. And it's just oh, sad, but <laughs> it's sad in like a beautiful way almost because they recognize it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm making a mockery of it and just sounding like a drunken fool talking about it. But I just, I really like this song so much. And I love, I can be critical of female vocalists because I feel like sometimes they have a tendency to overdo it, over vocalize things. Mm. Um, And I get kind of 
critical about that. Sometimes I feel like a sweet <laughs> melody is just better. I don't need all mm-hmm. the vibrato in it. I don't need you to go on these long runs. I don't need Whitney Houston to sing every song. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I like a sweet innocence. And her voice has such a sweet, childlike innocence to it. It's not a difficult song to sing. And I also enjoy that too. When you have a song that's nice to sing and a lot of people can sing it, that just makes it such mm-hmm. a... It has so much heart. It's like a song for everyone. So I really like it. Even though it's sad, the melody is very sweet. So I also really like a, a, a song like that where it sounds very happy and it's really sad <laughs> underneath. And this album is full of songs like that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. RM is, the, is just a master at making the catchiest, most beautiful, danciest songs. But when you get into the lyrics, you're like, oh Whoa. my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. You're tapping into some like philosophical, social commentary here. For real. And I was just like, bop, like bopping. <laughs> That's, I, I can't, yeah. believe, like, it, that is such a crazy sentence to think of when you really unpack the, those lyrics there, you know? The tragedies that yeah. come with every day waking up just desensitizes me to my own awareness. Mm-hmm. What in the world? Yeah. I really like in first, like the first verse to me really sets the tone for the song because it right. opens up. I keep forgetting about yesterday. I don't know what today is either. I keep forgetting the me of yesterday. I'm only 26. <laughs> I was like, woohoo, man. Yeah. That's hitting, that's hitting hard. And then her first kind of few lyrics, why can't I remember? My friends are sad. I'm sorry. I have so many thoughts. I don't have enough memory. I'm like, this is deep, y'all. Yeah, it's deep <laughs> stuff. And not only that, but the, the even the title of the song, just the play on the yeah. word, where it's like the E is dropped out. And it's like mm-hmm. he's so forgetful he even forgot to put the E in there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like purposeful. It's either purposeful forgetfulness because you're, that's how you're coping to just make it through. Yeah. Or you can kind of take it as just like you're so overwhelmed that it just, you know, things, you can't retain things. That's how I interpreted this. Right. Personally, for me, this song is about, and how I sort of relate to it is just feeling overwhelmed. And you just can't retain things because you're just literally the coping that has to happen is like, I can't take any more in right now. (laughs) I cannot process one more thing. And so that's sort of, that was kind of my takeaway from like reading through the lyrics on this song. I really, and I think this is so relatable to so many people, especially, I think just the last few years, I know we've talked Mm -hmm. about like the pandemic, you know, and all this stuff, but it was incredibly traumatizing. It was life changing. It really was. You know, I am not the same person that I was when it started. Like, I'm just not, you know, and I think, I don't know, this song really hit me in the feels. (laughs) Yeah, it really did. Yeah. This one and another one we're going to get to. I just felt so deeply in my bones. Yeah, like, I know exactly what man. you're talking about because it's the same for me too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, let's let's. Uh, any other comments? I thank no, you for I'm sharing good. your thoughts on forgetful. I I thought that was. Um, I think this song's very impactful when you really get into it. So I appreciate. Yeah, there's you a lot to unpack there, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so let's move on so this, to because this next one's fun. Yes. This next one's spicy. I love this song. Closer, yes. featuring Mahalia 
and Palm Blanco. Ooh, <laughs> this one is sassy. This one's a spicy it song. A, it's so spicy. Mostly, yes. I will say, Paul Paul Blanco is a new favorite of mine. I have kind of done a deep dive into his music, and he has the most gorgeous voice. <laughs> it's just lovely. Do you want to do his man. bio? <gasps> yes. Okay. You go, girl. <laughs> okay. So, we do have two people featured on this track, and I do not want to take away from, I think it's Mahalia, or Mahalia. That's what I would say, Actually, Mahalia, yeah. Okay. So, um, she's a British R&B soul artist, in gorgeous voice, and I've listened to quite a bit of her music as well. Like, she's, I highly recommend. I just didn't know Paul Blanco until this song, so he really, like, I was shook. <laughs> I was shook at by Paul Blanco. <laughs> Um, but up until now, most British R&B soul artists have shown a tendency not to be attracted to trends in the American music world, unlike in other countries. So clearly there is something special about their music, even if you listen only to the music of Mahalia. Her musical influences include Corinne Bailey Ray, Chef's Kiss, Erica Badu, yes. Lauren Hill, another Chef's yes. Kiss, Amy Winehouse, yes please, Jill Scott. Yes. <laughs> so looking at the artists listed here, it seems that there is no obsession with trends, a sharp distinction from today's R&B singers who vocals, whose vocals blur the line between pop music. Since the mid-1990s, the viscous vibes and techniques optimized for, say, slow jams have diminished, but it's still a traditional R&B-based vocal style. That said, Mahalia's music isn't the sort of thing to simply follow an old-fashioned route most of the songs are reminiscent of melodic r&b from the late 1990s to the 2000s uh, but having won best female act and best r&b soul act of the 2020 uk's prestigious mobo awards she is one of the most notable r&b soul artists of the moment the singing rap style which emphasizes the melodic flow and raps like singing is a keyword that represents one of the korean hip-hop trends and paul blanco is also the artist who makes the best use of it in the current korean hip-hop scene as well as rapping and singing he's also a solid producer moving deftly from trap to alternative r&b in particular his lyrics which describe his life in canada where he immigrated to can uh when he was young are different from other Korean rappers. So he's been featured in famous rap songs like Changmo, The Quiet, and Uneducated Kid, which I found all of those very good, <laughs> and has been rapidly gaining recognition since 2018. It's true that the names of the people he worked with helped bring Paul Blanco into the spotlight when he was still unknown, but his current position is due to his solid ability and perfection of his work. And I wanted to tell you... He has a song featuring Crush. <gasps> I love Crush. Yes. <laughs> I know. You're, I know. So check, it's very good too. It's super good. I'll send it to you after this. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That is really awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. so excited. Okay. Oh. Yeah, he's got some great songs. I have, uh, Paul Blanco, man. And he's so cute. Oh, he's so cute when he showed up at the live performance yeah, that Armed in Soul. I was like, see. yes. <laughs> He has, like, super long hair. So, like, Steve Aoki hair. Oh, my gosh. He's adorable. Isn't he, like, the Look most precious in that voice that comes out of him? I'm like, For oh real. I would not have expected that voice to come out of him. Oh, my. Yeah. He's it's adorable. amazing. I know. Oh, he's so cute. I love him. Yeah. 
So in RM's exhibit, he walks up to the object, which is a miniature of a hotel, and then lets us know that this object is in the wrong place. <laughs> this, is, this wouldn't be an RM exhibit if it wasn't messed up in some way, is what he says. It's so funny. So he walks over to um, a different exhibit object, which is a fishbowl. And he says um, that Hon, H-O-N-N-E, Hon, mm-hmm. Hon. Uh, worked on this song as well with him, which they've worked together before. Um, but this song's about love or not being able to catch the thing you want. And he says, Paul Blanco is someone he really loves and has such a unique voice. So he DM'd him. So RM slid into <laughs> Paul's DMs, which I love. And Paul had music sent to RM within hours of writing him. And RM was just really gushing about how talented this kid is. And so he cool. said the fishbowl... Is kind of representing it because staring at a fishbowl, you zone out. And in this song, it's a very honest song. He says it's kind of a pathetic song. I don't know if that was the translation or if he really said that. Yeah. But he said he said it's a pathetic song about running away or running towards something you can't catch. And he said Mahalia's uh, voice on this record also made it much richer. So that was kind of yeah, what his comments. I could were see too. that. I guess I could see the pathetic thing because it's like. You know, when somebody, like, constantly chases somebody and they've made it known, like, it's not going to happen or, like, Mm. this isn't a thing. And then they keep on pursuing it. And you're just like, let it go, man. Like, you are pathetic at this point. Like, I think that's kind of what that translation is supposed to mean because it's so much of it. Like, even – because the lyrics are very, very sussy. (laughs) So it's like if this is about trying to get somebody or something that you can't obtain and the lyrics are this sexy, it's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, it is kind of pathetic because they're, like, strongly Mm -hmm. lusting for something that they really can't. Like, make your body diddy, 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 pop. Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) the trends yeah with sugar like doing his hip-hop moves with his butt oh my gosh i'm dying besides that lyric though another lyric that makes me laugh because i believe it's like a translation thing but when rm says but you run away like fish yep I actually pulled that whole first verse. Are you ready for it? Yes, because yes, I'm ready for it. <laughs> so good. So it starts with, hmm, I feel it most in the nighttime. Yeah, me never on your timeline. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, see you always in the limelight. Keep me rolling in the deep. Not a tease, no joke. I don't mean it. Don't cease. Baby, don't. Why are you floating? Want to lock you up in my sight, but you run away like fish. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing, you're right. This, I, this whole lyric is about how he wants someone, but they are just, like, not, it's not happening. Yeah. And they're running like fish. You know, I agree. I think when I first heard it, like, but you run away like fish, it makes sense, though, if you think about it. I mean, they don't run. They swim away. But it kind of is, they like, bolt. they're running away. Like, it's, like, you know? quick. Like, yeah. so fast. But it also, I love so, this, too, because it. It, it falls into this classic thing of songs that are very very creepy becoming these romanticized songs you know don't stop believing is about a stalker um i I, i'll be missing you not i'll be missing you but i'll be watching you is being upset at his ex-wife like you know but people dance to these songs at their wedding and stuff like that you know (laughs) 
yeah. Well, hey, girl, you can put this on your wedding playlist. Get some, like, twerking in. Can you imagine and... us do the I can barely yes, get Mike please. to do a two-step. I'm not going to get him to diddy, 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 bop. Uh, that is too bad. Well, you know what? I'll be out there with you girls. Fine. Yeah. I'm going to be diddy bopping together. Yes. You, me, of course, Uni Jr., and then Steph. You yep. know, she. It, you don't have to yeah, ask yeah, her yeah. to do too much to diddy bop. So... <laughs> Four of us all diddy bop and don't crazy. even worry. I might have to try to get her yeah. into the song. I don't know if she would be into it, but it's a good one too. This, I mean, even the yeah, outro is, is one of those of outros favorites. that gets really stuck in there in your head where it like mm-hmm. lingers like, stay where you are, stay where stay you where are. You and then you're just are. like, and it's and you're just sitting there like, mm-hmm. okay, stay where you are. And then like all of a sudden like <laughs> that just starts playing in your head. <laughs> yeah. It's a, I really like this song a lot. This is a, another one that's sort of right up my alley. This is like a genre that I listen to. Like, if yeah. I, it's baby yeah. making music, essentially, and but I'm here for it. That's what literally my note says. Yes. Yes. My note literally says pure baby maker right here. Yup. Yup. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. Oh, it's good. It it's is so really good. good. I like this song a lot, too. Yeah. Oh man! And then the album takes a pretty hard turn here. Yes, with this it song. does. And he he says it too. He says, um, "Trent, well, there's no featured artist here, so if it's okay, I'm just gonna share what he said because he yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. specifically says, cool. So this uh, RM from like the exhibit says tracks one through five are side A, and six through ten are side B. So change part two, which is uh basically this song emphasizes that change in the flow of the album Mm -hmm. and this was the sequel to change part one one. with (laughs) whale um and he said which i highly recommend if you guys have not heard change uh featuring whale it's from i think like 2018 something like that really good it's though. so really good opposite. very good opposite of this oh. though completely opposite yeah well he says you know those who know change with whale will be surprised about part two <laughs> since it is so different he says ice becomes water water evaporates and he wanted to speak on essentially just the change everywhere all around you so for example he can look on his online profile today and it's completely wrong. Where is it may have been correct at one time, it's not correct to him today. And it's ridiculous. He feels it's ridiculous if he went in and fixed it all the time. Yeah. But it like this idea of what you see of someone or of something, it kind of put him into a spiral, which I absolutely believe because yeah. I feel like that's where he just lives in a state of spiraling. <laughs> and, um, so he says when you meet people, he realized you really shouldn't judge them based on what you know from maybe what you've seen or heard about them because that, while again, it may have been true at that time, it could not, it could maybe no longer be true of this person. And he also shared that he doesn't produce anymore and so he got Aeon to arrange this for him yeah uh and so he recorded it drunk and not uh, on a great yes. mic you can hear it at the and end yeah yeah and he, and he said, said actually he also super drunk for the ending part too when he did like the end the end part 
Oh, yeah, the whole thing. And he yeah. posted up clips of it from on his Instagram. Like, he had Instagram yeah. stories from this session. And they were, like, they were all drinking. It was so funny. And he said that they did a few versions of it, but they ended up using this demo that they had yep. essentially done as the final yeah. cut. And the object he had here was a glass cylinder full of, like, white floaty things. I actually could not tell what was in there. But that's what he had for the object uh, for this song. But yeah, but like you said, um, you know, both songs are about change. I think change with whales, like more social, mm-hmm. like social commentary on change. And this one's just more of like philosophical, mm-hmm. <laughs> like everything changes, people change. People yeah. change everything, everything change. change. This is such a Billie <laughs> Eilish vibe, though. Like, as soon as that starts, like, things change, people change. It's like, like, really hard. That's so funny. Yeah. I got, you know what I got out of this? It was like a look, like a softer nine inch nails. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very industrial. Like, the, the opening yeah. of it, super industrial sounding, which to me is always like Trent Reznor. And yeah. if he just, I, if he would scream the chorus on this song, everything changed, this would be nine <laughs> yes. inch nails. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, especially the end. The end wouldn't be him saying it all like, no nope. come for you. It'd be like, don't come yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah yeah if he would just like scream the last chorus and then scream the outro yeah. on like a like a mic that distorts his voice a bit see, this that's is, that's why i went more billy because i could see that because she's got that industrial sound too in the back but she'd be like you can't love someone like <laughs> yeah. i do <laughs> it would be yeah, all like whispering crackly <laughs> Basically, yeah. I think what we're saying is that Trent Reznor and Billie Eilish should probably collab sometime soon. <laughs> they should. Could you imagine? That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I yeah. love that idea. I do Man, love that also would be such a the good internet response to this song. ARMY is like looking for the head of somebody. They're like, they need to see <laughs> whoever this song is about's head on a spike. And I think that's why ARMY yeah. was, RN like came out like, no, 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 it's not about like any one person. You know, like, yeah. It's big picture, you guys. Big picture. Just, but people are like, who okay. hurt him? Who <laughs> hurt you, RM? <laughs> yeah. I felt that way a bit about the next song. Me too. Coming up. Yes. Do we, do you have anything else for change? No, do I don't. Wanna... I don't have anything else for okay. change. No. So and this the next, next one also song... doesn't have a featured artist. So if you just want to no. go right into RM's, um... okay. Yes. His little blurb. Yep. Yes. Yes. So lonely is the next song. No featured artist. And when I first went through this song, first of all, this is my anthem. This is the other song that hit me like so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels. But then I was like. He felt this way. Like, he wrote this song because he felt this way, and I feel bad that he felt like that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But, um, so, the object that he had for this song was the miniature, it's a hotel room, so it looked like a little mini bedroom, but he let us know he wrote this song in a hotel in Vegas, and he actually hates hotels, and he really doesn't like the energy he gets being in them. He feels, like, really confined because he can't go outside. He doesn't have his friends around. 
And so he wrote this song feeling in his feels about <laughs> being lonely. And he said this song is very pop and he had wanted to make a playlist for driving specifically. So he kicked off this song with that in mind. And he, he really wanted it to be catchy and like have a good hook. And I would say he has accomplished that because the song gets stuck in my head all the time. All the time. And this is very much my brand of pop. I love this. (laughs) Yes. Um, I wonder, now that we bring this up, (laughs) that he wrote this in Vegas, I Mm -hmm. wonder, I'm putting on my detective hat. Follow me. Follow the breadcrumbs. Do you remember after Permission to Dance in Las Vegas? And we came back to our hotel room and we watched yeah. the live. The live. And he mm-hmm. was so salty Yeah, at our comments. Like at every every army's yeah. comments. Like, man, yeah. why do you want to marry he us? You don't even salty. know us. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So, he was in a bad mood. <laughs> what if he wrote it that night? Like, what if he wrote Maybe. this song that night? It, yeah, he was the just vibe fed up. He wanted it. to go home. Yeah, because he's yeah. like, I'm tired of being in a hotel. You know what? I get yeah. this too. I totally Just understand it. Like, it seems like it would be fun home. to live in a hotel, but it's not. You can't cook. No. You're always having to like find food elsewhere. You're just constantly eating like crap. And it just doesn't, you don't have. And he's famous. He can't even yeah. leave that room. We yeah. can leave and yeah. like walk the streets of wherever. Exactly. He if is want stuck. To. He, he is stuck in there. Stuck he can't there. leave that room. Yeah. I understand that oh. a little bit. I lived in a hotel at, when Uni Jr. was first born because her dad worked oil refinery, so I had to stay in a hotel. I couldn't just, like, walk around with my little newborn baby. I had to stay <laughs> in the room with her all the time. Yeah. And it sucked. It really sucked. It mm-hmm. was not fun at all. So I can yeah. empathize with him, like, to the smallest degree of me being trapped in a hotel room. <laughs> like, I can't even yeah. understand if every time I tried to open my hotel room door, people were shouting at me trying to take my picture. It would drive me insane. Yeah. No, I'm I would be shaving done. my hair off and smashing cars <laughs> with golf clubs. That's probably what I would end up yep. doing. <laughs> baseball bats out, out full force. Yeah, baseball bat. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I've definitely had to also like military related, like stay in some pretty awful places. Yeah, so yeah, I can relate in some way. But just in general, I think this song really struck me again. Not to talk about the pandemic again. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like us coming out of that, this, I'm sure, again, is super relatable to people. I feel like this. I work from home now yeah. uh, out of the pandemic. And so mm-hmm. I literally am a crazy cat lady and just talk to my cats all day. Same. And I go stir crazy because I don't and the see things people. That it does to you, like <laughs> your like, self-esteem takes a hit if you don't I'm take so care lonely. of it. I'm so lonely. Like your self-worth <laughs> takes a hit if you don't take care of it. Yeah. And, like you really have and the to line, make sure. That you're being yeah, nice and the to line yourself. Of just like someone call me. Yeah. I have had that phrase. I have thought that so many times. T- Usually mm-hmm. I end up texting you or, you know, just mm-hmm. someone. I'm just like, interact with me because I'm like, I need yes. interaction. Please. I noticed that there's also another thing that has happened more frequently since I since the pandemic. But randomly I'll just be sitting doing something like wrapping presents or just a task and I'll just be so like I wish I could just talk to somebody right now and then in my mind will be like who could I call right now and I'll just kind of like go through the list I'm like I really can't think of one person that I could call and be like hey could we just chit chat for like an hour (laughs) can we just talk like I don't Mm -hmm. have anybody that I could think of you know like 
busy or not that people would be like oh I can't talk to you right now but like people are busy you know and they have lives and mm-hmm. stuff so I'm just like I, I don't remember having the urge like that to like pick up the phone and like scroll through your contacts like somebody mm-hmm. oh I need to talk to someone <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> please <laughs> yeah so I just yeah. think that's a, that's like a strange new and I think to your point that we keep saying everything's changed so much in the last couple of years things really have changed mm-hmm. so much like Things that we feel. Yeah. I never used to feel like I needed to pick up my phone and just find somebody to call and talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to be, in cr- like, way more extroverted and very mm-hmm. social. I mean, I had stuff going on all the time. And one, we moved, which that, you know, moving tied with a pandemic definitely has, like, I don't know, just changed a lot. I get anxiety now yeah, <laughs> used to not you know like in crowds and all these things Same and here. it's like man and you know what it's else been is like crazy a while like the, come on the anxiety thoughts that happen as soon as you walk into a place when you don't bring your mask and then you yeah. see how many people are in there and you're for a split second you're like do i go back do i go back like <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's crazy and then not only that but i mean it's yeah his it's are like, like hotel three years oriented. now isn't that while this event was so big i mean it I just know. impacted the entire globe it's gonna keep on impacting too our grandchildren are gonna be talking to our children and being like what was it like when your school went out because of covid you know like it's gonna be <laughs> like that it's crazy yeah but to the also on his side of things with the lyrics on this song being stuck in a hotel room by yourself and then like in a big city where all the sounds outside are car Mm -hmm. traffic and sirens and horns and boom boom yeah you know music and like you know like and you just hear all these noises Mm -hmm. and it just makes you feel even more lonely that all these noises are people but they're just white noise Mm -hmm. they become like white noise that irritates you even though all you really want is human connection yeah I really like the two pre-choruses. So yeah. the first one, I tried a million times to let you go. So many memories are on the floor. And now I hate the cities. I don't belong. Be so just want to go back home. And then he, it, he changes it in the second pre-chorus. I yeah. shot a million stars to let you know. So many trivial thoughts are on the floor. And now I hate the buildings. I don't even know. Just want to go back home. The I hate the buildings thing mm-hmm. kind of tie it to what you just said, I think, of like, yep. just probably staring yep. out that window. Ugh. Poor RM. You know what's crazy, too? <laughs> and I love the thought of that is I remember being a kid and just thinking nothing cooler than a hotel room, you know? I oh, still enjoy going so to a hotel fancy. room, but usually it's short and I'm like there for mm-hmm. an event. Like, I'm not, you know stuff yeah. in that room by yeah. any means like i do enjoy unpacking and watching HGTV oh yeah when you're there for a snacks. fun thing or like if it's a <laughs> yes. nice suite but when you're like having to just book a room because the weather's bad and you yeah. can't keep going on your road trip and you didn't want to yep. spend 200 dollars on a room you know that's yeah. not fun yeah. and so that's where when you know those as those memories start to add up with hotel after hotel all being mm-hmm. the same versions different versions of the same thing it would just yep. probably become really infuriating. And then not only that, having the same garbage food. I'm sorry, hotels have the worst food. Like, Oh, they do. Garbage. That is true. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm-hmm. So I feel him. And it makes me feel kind of like to your point, what you said, it makes me feel sad that we kind of participate and help in making him feel this way. Like he's so famous. He can't come out because we love him so much. Yeah. But it's like, I but it, I wouldn't. <laughs> I know. Like I, as much as we have an entire podcast dedicated to fangirling over them, like if we actually saw them in real life, I think initially I would be like, <gasps> but I would not approach them at all. Like no. they, unless it was a specific thing where I have gotten in line and I'm meeting him because he's at, he is there as RM, BTS, like this is an event. If I just saw like Kim Nam June, like hanging out somewhere, trying to enjoy coffee or something like, yeah. leave him be. Maybe yeah, to your point. A quick wave and like a finger yeah, like hearts, a, but don't you don't have to go up to just, you know, just really wide eye contact. Like I know you, I know who you are, I love you, but I'm gonna let you be a human <laughs> and enjoy your coffee. Pull like a gin eyes, like <sighs> uh. yeah. Well, let's speaking of, I guess sort of just like being kind of in a crazy lifestyle, hectic. Yes, <laughs> featuring Cole. <laughs> yeah i really like this song uh i really love the chorus on this so let's uh oh let's first hear about the featured artist yes. if you wouldn't mind oh pleasure so <laughs> singer songwriter cold started off as a duo with eoh called off on off in 2015 but rose to prominence as a solo artist in 2018 with the release of your dog loves you i love the title uh, Cold moves freely so between rapping and singing and covers such diverse genres as hip-hop, lo-fi pop, R&B, and jazz. With vocals filled with puppy love, resolution, and the cold, lonely air of night. In addition to his solo work, Cold still works with others by running the labels Wavy, Layered Island, and Pirate. He's also on good terms with RM, who gifted Cold artwork by Hiso Kim, an artist RM likes when Wavy's office first opened. <laughs> so cool. So RM uh, has this very cool neon landscape for the object uh, for this song. He says, and I picked up on this in regards to like the last line of this song, um, is uh, we still love and hate this city. And so he said this song is kind of a soul part two, which soul is about his love and hate kind of relationship with soul. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's cool. So this song is about when you have to meet, I love you so, Uh, this song is about when you have to meet with people you don't want to and have to have drinks with them or old friends that aren't that pleasant or just basically memories that completely wear you out. And nights you think, if I ever drink again, I'm a dog. (laughs) And uh, as those experiences accumulate, hectic came to his mind. And so he knew he'd like to write a song about that. And so he had recorded some phrases on his phone. And then he sort of started from there. And he says, this is a city pop song. 
And he knows these types of songs aren't typically sung by men, but he had Cold join him because he has a pure city-like tone and thought he'd be really great for the track. And it's translated that if we listen to this while driving in the city at night, we can get an orgasm from it. <laughs> was the translation so noted so again i i i mean i really love the thought of rm telling us to listen to this song while we're driving at night to enjoy an orgasm so i mean great but i just right. also don't know if it Sweet. was mistranslated <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's funny too because my note for the song like the first thing I thought of when I first heard this song before thinking of anything else or reading anything else about it was that this sounds like the way the way that the beat is it sounds like the way the beat sounds the night after you've been out drinking and you're super hungover yep. and like yep. you still have that like your ears still kind of ring a little bit from having the beat in your head for so long at night and you can kind of feel your head yep. like pulsing a little bit from it still like the headache yeah. is going beat 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 yeah so you know what's so funny that you say that you want me to read the lyrics of the outro yes (laughs) yo hangovers over in the central city posture sad nocturne night for soul we miss another day the little piece i've been longing for leave those whose hearts have faded the starry night we finally embroidered close your eyes as if you're dreaming hold your breath gently people dancing walking in a curve Flowing even if I can't hold on. We still love and hate this city, yeah. But yeah, that's basically yeah. what it's about. Yep, <laughs> you that's were like, exactly what so it spot like. on. He definitely <laughs> captured that in a song because that's what it felt like. And I love that it's, mm-hmm. that the background of it is like when you're meeting with friends that aren't pleasant or that you don't really want to meet with because that is the mm-hmm. time when you usually do drink too much because you're trying to overcompensate with if I have to be mm. here I'm just gonna get trashed because I do not want to <laughs> like if I'm gonna have yeah. to hang out with these people I'm gonna have fun that way and then mm-hmm. the next day you wake up and you feel bad because you might not remember necessarily what happened you're like I was with people I don't like or maybe not my favorite people like what if I said something <laughs> or like what if uh, we're best friends now <laughs> yeah I've definitely been in that scenario but more I've just been drinking <laughs> Like, I will, I do not need an excuse. That's probably a problem, but I'll be hanging out with, like, great people, and I'm having a blast, and the next thing I know, I'm just like, oh, why did I do that many shots? So yeah, bad. that's the same, too, when I'm with friends that I really like, if I also have a great time, but yeah. it's the same. It's, it's like it's, the extremes. If you're with people you love, you, you're prone to over-drinking, or, yeah, to your point, if you're just, like, not having a good time, you're like, I have to get through a whole night. <laughs> Yeah. And you're taking maybe a couple extra shots. You probably shouldn't have. I definitely, I'm glad that that's what this song was about. Yeah. Because I, I definitely I felt that. Yeah. Um. Also, but I just it. love the chorus. The chorus yes. is very, uh, it's like very visual to me. Like when yeah. I first heard it, yesterday yeah. was a hectic. There was nothing romantic. There was romantic. nothing romantic. I like that line. I, just, I love that line. Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing when romantic. I first heard it, I did mishear it. I thought it said, um, today, well, what did I think? Uh, I did not hear yesterday was a hectic. I heard, um, like today was, Eclectic. today was hectic. 
<laughs> no, I heard hectic, but I heard like today was hectic. There was nothing romantic. I don't know. Either yeah. way, I want that on like a coffee mug. Like yesterday was a hectic. There was nothing romantic. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be such a good coffee mug. <laughs> it really would. <laughs> and also it just made me realize too of like just in your day to day, how many like romantic things are happening not a lot and I want to maybe that's my 2023 <laughs> resolution <laughs> I want more romance and it doesn't happen to be like with my husband I just want like romantic things to happen like beautiful things to happen yeah you know like, what I mean oh, I don't know what that means yet flowers maybe I'll go like skip yeah. through it like things that yeah are, that would happen exactly on stuff yeah uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. <laughs> I, yeah, that that'll be my. I'll check in with you guys here in like six yes. months, and I'll let you know. And then if my this is, New Year's resolution <laughs> will be to have out. a lovely night. <laughs> yes, I do yep. wish me a lovely night. <laughs> yep. Speaking of segue to wildflower, I also wish I wish me a lovely night as well. <laughs> yes, I do wish me a lovely night. Oh my gosh, this song. Okay. And we get a video with this song, too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. This song is amazing. This was, like, the first one to come out, wasn't it? The first yep. song? Yeah. Yep. So this is the title track off oh, of the boy. album. We've got this gorgeous music video. Do we want to end with Wildflower? I know we have one more. I know. But there's, like, so okay, much let's, to unpack let's do, here. Let's go. Let's cover number two first because let's end okay. with Wildflower because I don't yeah. want to miss out on talking about Park Ji Yoon because we already have such a fondness for her from yes. coming of age ceremony which I know oh. has really caused her a lot of problems so in her good. career but I love that 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 drama from her career is a big reason mm-hmm. why RM picked her for the vocalist of this song yeah yeah absolutely yes and she has such a strong beautiful voice she's and i got guess what i feel like it would be like if v was a woman like it's like a baritone yes. female voice but it doesn't yes. sound but too also deep. like yeah there's that like very special kind of sad beautiful tone yeah that v also it's can like, kind of pull off like winter like, bear um, like sad <laughs> right it's like diane keaton in annie hall when she sings it had to be you it's or oh. and the uh was it the old days um, but it's that haunting, that haunting mm-hmm. sound, that hollow, haunting, mm-hmm. eerily beautiful sound, like a ghost is mm-hmm. singing, like that, <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of sound. I love her. As soon as yeah. the song opens up and you just hear that like very soft sound of her voice mm-hmm. come through the speaker, mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, like, I don't know, you feel relieved, but then like sad for her. Yeah. But... Oh, do you want to give us the the blurb? You can tell the writer this blurb in particular. Yeah, it seemed very. It was kind of the only one where the writer talked in first person. This feel yeah, like this feels yeah. personal, <laughs> like to yes. the writer of yes. of Park June. So I'd love to have you walk us so through. So this is what the writer says um, about number two featuring Park June. Um, I'm the same age as RM, and I remember three different Park. Jiyoon's. First, there's Park Jiyoon in her heyday around the year 2000 when she released Coming of Age Ceremony. When she first started out, Park Jiyoon had been modest in appearance and sang cheerful songs, but that all changed when she donned every or donned revealing clothing and released Coming of Age Ceremony under the guidance of producer J.Y. Park with lyrics like, I'm not a girl anymore. 
But Park Ji-yoon was only 18 at the time and too young to pull off such sexy K-pop images and lyrics. And the music she was ultimately aiming to make was nothing like that song. The second Park Ji-yoon I remember is the one who left JYP Entertainment to start her first real solo career with the release of The First Flower again in 2009. As she belted out a new kind of song she had long held in her heart, she in turn touched the hearts of the young people living in challenging, lonely worlds. This version of herself had been uh, with us up to her most recent studio album, Park Ji-yoon 9. Finally, there's a Park Ji-yoon who joined Mystic in 2013 and moved on to lighter material with such songs as Beep, Mr. Lee, and Yoo-Hoo. Now 25 years since her debut, which Park Ji-yoon can we expect to hear from on number two? What's clear is that this artist, what's clear is that this artist, both RM and I have long admired, continues to be her true self despite a career full of twists and turns. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So she'd been through a lot because that coming of age ceremony mm-hmm. song is very sexy mm-hmm. and forward. Mm-hmm. Like the lyrics are very yeah. sexy. The and choreo, mm-hmm. all of it. The material yeah. is is for its time. It was too forward, you know. But I don't even think like now. I don't think like Blackpink would sing lyrics mm-hmm. like that either. Like. They have, like, yeah. some that are, like, but they're they're more of, like, a female strong, you know, more of the K-pop groups are more of female strength now, not, yeah. I'm an innocent, you know, I was innocent and now I'm not, come get me kind of song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I'll take today's, I do love coming at each ceremony. Like, I think. Me too. In regards to, too. like, yeah. I mean, it, it was a great performance. And I love that Jungkook and Jimin covered it. Yes, <laughs> that was that, that cool. dance. But, but you I know, do that was the, definitely that was like the message is better today. That's what yeah. it was. I mean, we had what well, we had it too here. Hit me, baby, one more time. You know, oh, for sure. I'm not a girl, oh, not for yet sure. a woman. Yeah, I want to yeah, be yeah. bad. Genie in a bottle. Like, no. Yeah. We had the same I like the things. messaging today. So RM, though. Yeah. RM says. This last object is a jar that sort of represents the ocean. And he says people from cities might relate, but there's nostalgia at going to the beach. And so the ocean plays a theme for the song. Uh, The first piece Jackson Pollock made by Dripping is called Number One. So when he was wondering what to title this, he uh, this could be his second act just in his career. And Mm -hmm. so he called it Number Two. It begins about not looking back, like Lot's wife from the Bible who looked back and turned into a pillar of salt or like Orpheus. So not looking back is a common theme in history, but he wanted to repeat this to himself. Uh, The current present version is the best version. And he asked Park Ji-yoon because something about her is empty and lonely, yet firm and strong. Uh, because she's overcome so many things and he wanted that strength yet kind of lonely vibe. And he shared that she recorded this song twice for him. Yeah. So I guess she originally recorded it. And then like a year later, as they were coming up towards the release of the album, she heard it and she's like, no, I can sing this a lot stronger. And so she recorded it the second time and that's what the final version is. And then he also just mentioned in general, because he sort of wrapped up this live with like comments from army and he sang a few songs live and things like that but his last comments on the album as a whole was that he borrowed the voices of others 
to help yeah. him shout into the world with this whole album. And it goes through a lot of ideas and genres, but that's the story of one person. And it's up to the listeners now to kind of listen to it and interpret it how we want. So I thought yeah. that was very cool. <laughs> and I also liked how he just like asked them. I thought that was really funny, like on, on Sujita mm-hmm. when and we'll cover that when we go into the indigo content on our, our next indigo episode. But mm-hmm. I like that he was like, How did you get all these <laughs> yeah. amazing people? And he's like, I would just text them and ask them. Yeah. Uh, or he slide into some DMs with Paul. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I would just ask. So I yeah. this song is just I I really like that he picked this song. It's a beautiful song too because the lyrics are just yeah. amazing and the melody's good. Um mm-hmm. The no looking back part. No looking, no looking back, back now. No, no looking back, back now. now. It was a perfect it last track for this because, yeah. you know, he says this is sort of, begin, like, he's, this is the end of his first act. He's starting his yeah. next act. He will not be looking back. Looking We're moving back forward. Anymore. Yeah. Going mm-hmm. forward. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look back mm-hmm. sometimes over here. <laughs> 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 look back at it we're still here look back at it let's camera action action <laughs> yeah uh, oh, okay. but let's get into wildflower yes let's do this this flower field is such a I'm good at. song yeah <laughs> and also eugene amazing this voice yes. coming out of this tiny wow. woman <laughs> That is an impressive set of pipes that this girl has. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So let's go into the featured artist really quick. So Cherry Filter vocalist Eugene took to the stage at the Inchon Pentaport Rock Festival for the first time this year. 25 years have passed since the band was formed in 1997, but her truly inspiring rock vocals ripped through the humid air at supersonic speeds without a hint of rust despite the scorching August heat. It was when I saw how many in the audience were singing her songs in unison that I finally realized how influential she's been. Anyone born in 1990s Korea will surely remember hits like Sweet Little Kitty, Touch My Ruined Heart, Flying Duck, Moonlight Boy, and Happy Day coloring their school days. Cherry Filter's youthful songs were full of hopes and dreams, romance and passion, remorse and sighs, and they kept us entertained as kids and continued to implore us to break out of our lives as boring adults. What an unparalleled honor it must be for RM to work with one of his childhood heroes. (laughs) And so he shares the object for this song is a bouquet of lavender, which makes sense if you see the music video. Yes. Um, but he shares, he's had the key words, wildflower, just kind of floating around in his mind since 2015. And it's based on something his mother told him. Uh, she said she likes the flowers that have quality, uh, blossom that ha- oh no, I'm sorry. She likes the flowers that have quietly blossomed mm-hmm. like wildflowers. And he's attempted to write this song over the years and he wanted to compare fireworks with wildflower viewing. And when deciding the English title, he had thought about flower works, but thought that might be confusing. And so he went with wildflower instead for the English title. And he thought about when writing this, laying back in a field and throwing wildflowers above his head and how they would momentarily go up into the air and then settle back down on his body or face. And... And in reality, he really enjoys going to parks as well. So he says there's a lot of instruments 
and voices on this track. And Eugene has a voice like a firework. And so when he listens to this song, his heart really aches because it has a lot of meaning for him and how Eugene's voice really completes the song. And I would agree. Her voice mm-hmm. hits hard on oh my this gosh, song. It it's so very powerful. Good. I have, yeah. like, the notes she's hitting are, it is like the note in Wicked's Defying Gravity. Like, it's like a weird, <laughs> <laughs> like an F sharp. Yeah. You know, it's like such a strange note, and it's a feat to mm-hmm. hit that note. And, oh, she just, kills it it's so good i love i love the the way that she sings the song yeah the tone of her voice isn't exactly but it does remind me a little bit of the cranberries like the or like shanae o'connor there's like a way she hits r's to me that sounds similar to me it sounds like i can see that (laughs) like if she was like um like she's got like a scottish like way of hitting the r yeah but to me it feels like if if the cranberry (laughs) singer and karen o from the yeah yeah yeahs were oh yep like their voices meshed up yeah exactly because she kind of has that yeah that higher pitch than the singer from the cranberries R.I.P. Yeah. Um, but when you mesh those two together, I think that's exactly that would what be... Eugene's voice mm-hmm. would sound. That's what mm-hmm. it sounds like. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Oh, oh man. So this song is so I good. I pulled. I know. And I had a hard time pulling just like a couple lines. I Me basically too. pulled verse one and verse two. Because. I, just, <laughs> I have to just go with what is sticking in my head. Like what will just play out at random. Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. the time will just be every day and every night. I know. That's the first thing I pulled too. Persistent criminal mind. And criminal mind. It's so good. <laughs> I know. It's a way of singing that we haven't. The way he sings those probably like four lines he's never sung anything like that before yeah he like sings it's very a lot different album for him. that i was very yeah. surprised at i really like it yep. yeah yeah i do wish me a lovely night <laughs> i do wish me a lovely night oh my gosh yeah. and then at the end the yo where's your dream at the end of verse one throwing it back yep yeah. Throwing it all the way back to no I more know. dream. No more dream. I know. Mole, mole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this song, just in general, this song is, the way I interpreted this was really about his struggle with fame. I mean, he yeah. talks a lot about, like, society's all for the loudest voice and here I am still speaking silence. Yes. It's an aside, a boat in full bloom. To face all the prejudice and misunderstandings, I don't care much for being tossed into the air. It, you know, amongst, what is this? I can't go to the stars again. I can't underfoot. I just go to the destination without a purpose. Not even knowing my own sadness. It, it just seems like, I think he's feeling, the way, again, I'm interpreting this, is that he is being dragged along by this fame. And I think he this is like his struggle with that. You know, how yeah. do you stay grounded? How do you, you know, just kind of like be this persona, you know, and still like he says to a destination without a purpose. And to me that that was sort of like how I interpreted like he's just on this train and he kind of like doesn't have a lot of control over it at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. And I, here I think again, this song's we find super the powerful. Same, the same theme again with the no name, you know, untitled. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> song is so good. I get it stuck in my head yeah. all the time. It just... It's so catchy. It really is. Yeah. Flower, flower, flower work. Flower, flower, Light a flower, flower. Yeah. I kind of want to turn this in. Don't steal my idea, everybody. TM, TM, TM. But I want to turn this into a tattoo. Like flower yes. work. That yes. phrase is very visual to me, and I think mm-hmm. that'd be such a cool tattoo. I, it's funny, too, because as jam, soon jam, as jam. the word flower work, <laughs> it's not something I've heard used. But the minute I heard no. it, I was like, I know exactly what firework yeah. he's talking about. Like, yeah. the flower like, one, the one that tra- trails down, and it looks like a huge lily in the sky. Yeah. It looks like a gigantic yeah. tiger lily in the sky. Yeah. Or, too, how he mentioned he wanted it to, like, he wanted you to also think about wildflower viewing. Right. And, -hmm. like, taking that in. That's a Mm -hmm. sight to see just as much as, like, fireworks are. Yeah, exactly. So, the last thing we want to chat about, though, also, is the music video. The music video is gorgeous. So gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And... I mean, it's it's just very, there's so much to kind of take in because there is fireworks going off and he's walking in slow motion through fields of grass and up this hill and he's in a field of dead trees. <laughs> he's <laughs> like in a thunderstorm at some point. And then towards the end of the video, we see RM, BTS RM, you know, on stage mm-hmm. with the you know, purple ocean behind him. around him and, yeah, cheering. We're getting, yes, we're getting this juxtaposition between him standing in a lavender field and him standing on stage with the purple light sticks behind him. Yeah. And these these two scenes are really cool, like how how they're shot and sort of edited together. I really thought they were really cool. I agree. I like the way that they Mm -hmm. have it kind of showing, like flipping back and forth like he's in the same scene but in different realities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And in the live, the same one we've been chatting about, he actually watched this music video. Mm-hmm. So I did pull a couple quick things he mentioned. Uh, so he said they shot the opening firework sequence twice, and it was real. I thought it was CGI, but he said it was real. Wow, so they really yeah, shot too. these fireworks. I it was CGI too. Mm, yeah, he said. Uh, so he was really in awe of it, like watching the you know, these fireworks. He talked about his hair for a while. <laughs> Because he grew it out long because he really wanted to act, look and act as pure as possible in the <laughs> music video. He said it wasn't very, it was, it was hard, but that's kind of the look he was going for. He mentioned a few of the shots were very cold, so where the dead trees are. And um, one of the fields he was in, he just like kept talking about how cold it was. <laughs> um, he also commented on how he did push-ups the night prior, and that really helped him in the filming because uh, his <laughs> chest looks good, is what he said. <laughs> like, yep, you're Arms looking correct. beefy. <laughs> That's right. Um, and then the shots where he's standing on top of a hill, and you see this like gorgeous sunset. He said that also was not CGI. That was just shot on its own. The universe was CGI. He said it was gorgeous. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The last few things he mentions is that the landscapes and nature really drive this video, and that's kind of like what he wanted. 
And then there's a scene where there's water fireworks going on. Mm-hmm. He had seen that at a Vogue like fashion show a few years yeah. ago, and he knew he wanted to do that for this video. So and so cool. again, not CGI. So he was really standing under all of those sparks, and he said it kept like hot. falling on his face, oh. like getting hot little sparks on his face. And then at the end, again, he was saying that the the shots of him, you know, on stage and then in the field, that was intentional. He was really trying to show, like, both sides of himself. Yeah. And he said, um, last thing he mentioned was that it was directed by Woogie Kim, who had also directed Dope for BTS as nice. well. And he worked really hard on this one, too. So. Hmm. Yeah. They should have had the same. I wish they would have had him lift hey, you the ladies and like gentlemen. That. Like like the camera was like a firework and then he like lifts it and throws it in the oh, air. Oh, that would have been so good. Uh, or like he mentions like throwing wildflowers in the air. That was a Woogie. missed opportunity. Woogie Kim, let's talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got I've some got notes. Some ideas. <laughs> We've got notes on this gorgeous music video you shot. Missed, a, missed an opportunity. <laughs> Oh, there's always room for a director's cut oh for sure for sure extended edition (laughs) the we got no jams edition yes 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 but But thanks for sticking with us for this extra long album review of indigo yeah this this album i can't wait to cover all the content it's gonna be i know yeah yeah so we're gonna cover all the promotional all the rest of the promotional we've covered a little bit uh today but rest of the promotional stuff next week but this album is a masterpiece and it is doing very well like it is um like breaking like rec like i don't know if it's breaking records exactly but it's like ranking very high on a lot of different charts so that's awesome good job good job Mm -hmm. something to be Mm -hmm. proud of So now we've got two full solo albums, Jack in the Box, Indigo. I know. Oh, we were so spoiled. So spoiled last year. I can't wait for the next one. 2023. Yeah, it's coming. Something's coming. It's going to be great. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, it's either, I think, yeah, or V. V has been commenting quite a bit on something. And Jimin stuff is going on on Twitter about collaboration <gasps> rumors true. for Jimin too. So he's been in all kinds of people's Instagrams, like producers and stuff. He's popping up. Things are coming. We'll figure it out. What a good year it's gonna be. Oh, it'll be. It's starting <laughs> out hot. Starting out good. Yep. Oh yeah. Right, thanks y'all. for listening, everyone. Yes. We hope you have a good week. First and week start of out the new year Ooh. happily and mm-hmm. healthy and uh-huh. doing well. Yes. Agreed. And as always, everyone, <laughs> bora, bora hey. Hey.